0: The year is 2004. I'm Zach. I'm Charlotte. And this is My Marvelous Year. Welcome to My Marvel here the Comic Book Reading Club, where we go through the best of Marvel comics from its origins to today. I'm Zach. I'm your comic book master. Uh, Charlotte, I have recently decided that Gen Z, I, I'm not Gen Z. Uh, I do. I need to admit that <laughs> oh, in front of wow, everybody. Wow! A revelation. Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't feel right. It kind of feels. Uh-huh. It's kind of sad. It's a little pathetic. Um, to keep insisting that I'm Gen Z. When uh, really, what I am is Generation Alpha. So yeah, uh, because you also
1: keep insisting that it means Generation Zach for some reason, uh, (laughs) which is just like not a thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just, just kind of weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm Gen Alpha. I'm you know like I was born between 2010 or to today somewhere in there. Um, uh-huh. I'm not sure when, uh, so I'm going to let you choose which, uh, intro do you want to do? Do you want to make this intro about Skibbity Toilet or do you want to make it, uh, like an NPC, a TikTok NPC stream? The fact that I
1: only know one of those two things and it's because you explained it to me,
0: makes me really sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've gotten into really both, both of them, uh, quite a bit uh-huh. this week so I can riff on both. Sure. <laughs> sure, sure,
1: sure. I definitely know what those things are. And can I can't believe you don't know of
0: Skibbity Toilet. Okay, here's... What's a uh, Skibbity Toilet? What, what the hell is uh, my that? My not-joke recommendation is to go watch Skibbity Toilet, Charlotte. I think you what? will get sucked into it. Uh, what it's, is it? It's Okay, so it's kind of like... Uh, it's just like Flash animation or... What what is it? Oh, um, is that the like
1: from... uh, Team Fortress animation thing?
0: Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Okay,
1: I know yeah. what it is then. It was incredible because I saw people like talk about it, like people from my generation, yeah. uh, talk about it, and like, oh, so that's what the kids are doing these days. Oh, I feel so old already. I'm like, that's the exact same shit we that's were watching in stuff. 2014. Yeah. Like, it's and a you know Team what?
0: Fortress it's... 2 animation. Like, that's so old. It, <laughs> it's all Half Life 2, but like, it's pretty yeah. clever. It's, it's seemingly really stupid, but, like, there's a vibe to it. Uh, yeah. You, but like, and, like, and there's, like, a progressing new. story, and it's pretty funny. Like, you can sit and watch all of the videos, because they progress one after the next, and they build and yeah. build and build. You can watch them all in, like, 15, 20 minutes. Um, and they, yeah. they divide them up into, like, seasons on the YouTube. On the YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah on I'm, the YouTube. I'm 12. I call it the YouTube. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> uh-huh. Um Anyway, Um I could sing the Skibidi Toilet song, but I think I'm gonna, you know, keep, oh, uh, boy! Not, not.
1: Yeah, no. Make that, this is this is great. That. This is we've never spent so much time discussing literally anything else, but. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about
0: comics this week because, sorry, this is oh, a Marvel yeah. comic show. Uh, 2004, we're talking Mark Miller in 2004, and Mark Miller. I just want to say at this exact time in Marvel, is having the <laughs> the weirdest time in Marvel. Because um, over in the Ultimates side of things, he has done um, a bunch of Ultimate... He did the first five issues of Ultimate Fantastic Four with Bendis, which I think is solid. Like, I like the beginning of that Fantastic Four run, and then when Alice takes it over, I think it gets pretty bad, I guess. Or at least mediocre. Very boring, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then he does... He's been doing Ultimate X-Men for... Quite a while right i think that starts at 2001 so he's yeah. like 35 36 issues something like that like he's pretty far into his ultimate x run which i like that run like i have my quibbles with it but like overall i like that run um yeah. and then he just did trouble <laughs> right so like <laughs> mixed bag of what's going is on ultimates
1: here. not out at this point
0: so, yes so ultimates just started so this is like 2001 to 2003 he's doing all that other stuff huh. 2004 he does ultimates he does, Okay. I think by the time, by the end of the year, he's working on, um, yeah, uh, let, let me see, actually, specifically. Yeah, Ultimates, the first one was 2002 to 2004. So, like, the first okay. 13 issues are wrapping up now. Because that, you know, with that Hitch art, it took, like, much longer than, like, a monthly cadence for that to come out. Um, and then he comes over to mainline Marvel, and he does Wolverine. Uh, He picks up doing Wolverine, he does 12 issues, 13 issues here, and then he's going to leave for a long time, for like three years, and he's going to come back and do Old Man Logan in like 2006. Um, And then he does, I think, 12 issues of Spider-Man. And then he's going to do Civil War in 2006, and I think that's more or less it besides like a handful of little, you know, two issues here, two issues there. I think 2004 is like... A wildly successful year for Mark Miller. And we'll talk about these comics. I really like both of these comics. Way more than I expected based on how much I like Miller. Which, like, is a mixed bag. But, like, I like Ultimates quite a bit. Like, um, I have some criticisms. I don't really have criticisms of these comics. Like, I don't have issues with either the Spider-Man thing uh, or Wolverine. And, yeah, let's talk about... Both of these, because uh, I'm excited to get into the Wolverine one, especially. Um, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm curious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool, okay. So, uh, before we start this, uh, if you want to support our show, patreon.com, slash year. you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. That gets you access to the big spreadsheet, where we have all of my Ultimate year spreadsheet, my Marvelous Year spreadsheet, as it updates. We're complete up to 2005 right now. Um, Extra Issues, the side podcast that Charlotte and I do, where we cover non-superhero comics um you get six months early access to extra issues when you give us five dollars a month on patreon and right now on the um the early access on patreon we're working on Graphics as a publisher so by the time you hear this we will have done one issue or one episode on love and rockets and one episode on eight ball by daniel Klaus. Um, yeah and uh about our next episode is going to be about three comics all stoner comics which uh, i'm really looking forward to talking to you about so yeah um yeah go give that a listen and support the show reviews on apple podcasts are always welcome as well we haven't had one for oh actually you know what that's not true we just got one uh let me Ooh. read this one out real quick oh yeah pay Pe- Dion sorry if i'm I'm not sure like where the gap in the Payphone Dion uh-huh. left us a review one of the best Marvel pods out there. Uh, so thank you very much for that. It's very nice. Thank uh you. they wrote because of Dave's 2004 intro song. Um Oh, that's a good reason to try. D- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was very nice. Okay. So, uh Marvel Knights Spider-Man. Uh, let's start I want st- to start with just the first issue of this run. Cool. Um yeah. because the thing that shocked me the most about jumping into Mark Miller Spider-Man, it doesn't feel like a natural fit for him because he nope, sure doesn't. <laughs> no, Like it's kind of like edgy, you know. He kind of likes a little yep. bit of a. Oh spider mans so I wholesome. <laughs> you know, and like Mark Miller generally doesn't tend to gravitate towards the like the nice stories. I mean, not that this is yeah. nice; it's not. It gets mean. But what shocked me about this is I think he dials in really well on the Peter Parker Mary Jane aunt may dynamic at home um i think like that scene after peter comes home from a battle with norman osborne and green goblin's been arrested and peter is like all beat up and like the two women are fretting about him well not really aunt may is fretting about him mary jane is like you know aunt may this i really like this about mary jane mary jane's like trying to be the mediator and like calm down aunt may while also like just helping and she's just like it's fine he knows what he needs like his body can take this he just needs like more Tylenol than you'd expect and then we just need to get him to lay down and like this is just part of the job I feel like I rarely see Mary Jane in just kind of like full-on acceptance of this mode you know especially when he's this beat up so I like I really like that like I think that's a great scene between the three of them and I like that Aunt May is not panicking she's just kind of upset that he's so like beaten up But it's not, like, veering into, like, that she needs to be babied or anything. And then, like, in the middle of the conversation, it's such a great touch. She's like, I just, you know what, like, it's fine. I'm okay knowing that you're Spider-Man. I just, you know, this side of things I really maybe don't want to know about. Oh, wait, sorry, I have to go stop the tape. And then she runs off because she's, like, recording the battle with Green Goblin on the local news on VHS. Yeah. And, and Mary Jane's like, you know, if you don't want to know about it, why are you recording it? And she's like, well, my nephew is on TV. What am I going to do? Not record it? <laughs> like, It's, it's a really sweet touch and it's very Aunt May. It's like such a really good detail about the characters. Yeah, it, um, it does. Yeah.
1: It is really fun on the, on the May, Peter, um, MJ, like, kind of familial relationship. It, it is really fun on that level. And I do, I do like what he does with, Peter and MJ's relationship, especially in, in a later issue where, like, Felicia, or, like, Black Cat and MJ are both trying to, to help him. And, like, she, uh, uh, Felicia just rescued him from from the fights and stuff like that. And, like, knowing Miller, like, the relationship between MJ and Felicia could be <laughs> not great. Um, yeah. But, like, it, he, he does restrain himself. And, like, I, I actually really like that scene. Like, oh, yeah, MJ's feeling kind of jealous, but because she knows that, like, Felicia and Peter have more in common uh, than she t- theoretically does with Peter, and like that's it feels rooted in in real feelings, and it. Do, in, I think real I think that's not even doesn't from.
0: I don't even know if that's from her actually. I think that thought comes from Peter worrying yeah. that MJ exactly. is going to feel left out. So it's not even like we don't even know specifically actually that Mary Jane Mary Jane feels jealous because she she kind of doesn't let on. Much yeah, that she feels jealous. I kind of like. And I think by it's the, the, the first end,
1: was... time in Marvel comics I've seen interaction between MJ and Blackout where they're just like, they seem friends. They seem like, like to be like friends, which is yeah. Which I was cool. like, which is, is... Which is
0: <laughs> Yeah, like there, there's, there's like a real nice, like there's like a respect between the two. Yeah, of them. exactly. And like, and uh, she, I think Mary Jane makes a little yeah. like jab about like teasing them about like no wonder you know like you you two didn't get along when you dated or something because yeah. they start fighting with each other. But like, yeah, it feels very like yeah. This is just adults in a situation, and uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I think maybe what.
1: So here's my thing with this comic. I okay. was all out on it at the very beginning. So the comic opens with two rendos talking about the movie Legally Blonde two
0: <laughs> for uh-huh. a
1: whole page, yeah. with like
0: it's extremely th- Bendis. It's such a Bendis thing to do.
1: Yeah, but I I have never been that annoyed.
0: By- <laughs> I don't know, like... Really? It's, <laughs> That's weird. Uh, yeah, I do I, I of the... thought I thought the conversation was fine, because they're like, it's like one guy razzing the other one about watching this movie, and he's like, no, it's really funny. I was laughing my ass off. And he's like, you gotta watch it. He's oh, like, I, I chick know, flick. It's and he's like, so
1: annoying. It leads... Oh, in... I don't know, it, it was That's so funny. It's totally a...
0: annoying to me. <laughs> Um, and it's not even then something it, this run does a lot. It
1: goes into a, a Spidey Green Goblin fight where Spidey knocks out Green Goblin and says, Who's your daddy now, Mr. Osborne? And I was like, Oh boy, what is this gonna be? What what is going to be Mark Miller writing Spider Man? Um
0: and you know, it, it, it gets better. I'm not I'm not entirely I, sold. I, don't, I No, I sorry. That's just Peter Parker stuff. Like Spider-Man says stuff like that all the time while he's fight. I actually think his like fighting banter here is pretty good. I think Miller has like a good voice for Peter uh like making him actually funny. Like very very often the like superhero fight banter um yeah is uh, is pretty boring to me, like you know the Yeah. I don't know who's been doing Spider-Man recently, but uh I guess James. Yeah. Who he's knows? Fine. I, don't, I don't. Who have knows any who's been Spider-Man? But...
1: Oh, you mean recently in 2004? 2005? Four? Yeah. Yeah, I
0: don't know. Anyway, but just like the general, like you know, superheroes fighting in like, yeah, crack and wise while they're doing it. Like I, generally, am not there for it. But I thought this was fine, and I kind of was like, oh yeah, Miller kind of gets like, like I think he gets just, I I think a slightly cynical Peter Parker is a nice touch. I think like I prefer my Peter Parker like just a little jaded and a little angry, but not, like, totally, yeah. you know, like, grimdark uh, Peter Parker. So, I, I don't know, all, all that really <laughs> worked for me. I, I think, like, the tone of this comic, like, lands. But, yeah, I, I can hear what you're saying, especially if I mean, you're, here... like, already predisposed.
1: Yeah, here's the thing, to, to zoom out a little bit, I, I really don't like Mark Miller. Like, I yeah. don't, I can't really think of an example of a Mark Miller comic I've, like... Most Mark Miller comics I enjoy, despite Mark Miller, <laughs> the the Mark Millerness of, uh, of especially the the dialogue, the dialogue often, um, yeah. really turns me turns me off. Um, and I think, yeah, I think with Spidey, I was like predisposed to not like this because I I, I think Mark Miller's style is one that, like we said, doesn't in theory doesn't seem like it would mesh with uh, with Spidey. Um, so maybe stuff that, like wouldn't. That I ne- wouldn't necessarily notice if I didn't know it was Miller, um, annoys me more because like I'm actively looking for it. Uh, yeah, I don't. So maybe I, like I'm, I'm, I'm maybe He's not. My, I'm like... not necessarily starting with the right foot here. Um, yeah, because yeah.
0: I, I would actually challenge anyone. Like if you read this in a vacuum, or even the Wolverine comic in a vacuum, and I was like, who wrote this? Yeah, I don't think it has those like you know, edge lord tendencies that sometimes mark. Because Miller's a lot more than like. Edgelord, edgelord tendencies for sure you know like he can wallow in that stuff uh at times but yeah. i think like he clearly is a lot more talented than just writing like he's not famous because he can just write a very like mean edgy you know i don't know nasty comic although he can do that um but yeah i kind of would defy anyone to say like oh yeah i would just read this and i'd know it's mark miller right so i think like this is a very restrained mark miller in both these comics uh i think i think it retains a little bit of his like cynicism and like a little nastiness that is welcome but it does never it never like crosses like a line into i'm just trying to shock you i think um no yeah i think like i think even like the shocking violent moments because there are a few there's like this is even more violent for a spider-man comic than we generally get like the um so at some point, it, the the main thing here is that the thrust of this comic is that Aunt May goes missing in the first issue, uh, as well as somebody like defaces Uncle Ben's tombstone, and then someone calls Peter and is like, "I know who you are, and I have your Aunt May," and the rest of the comic is Peter trying to figure out what happened to Aunt May. He's running around, uh, asking anyone he can for help, and he goes to the Owl, who like uses him to pretend. You pretend the Owl says, "You know it's Electro," and. Uh, vulture and then he goes after electro and vulture i really like the electro scene where he's there like at a brothel <laughs> Electro yeah. uh, has a uh a prostitute who is can shapeshift and uh, like you know different superheroes and i i do i think that's kind of a fun that's actually maybe the closest thing to a millerism that uh, i wasn't this whole thing.
1: super focused when i read that at first and yeah. so i like i like the first time I, re- I read it i like didn't quite get that it was electro and vulture so i thought it was going to be chameleon thing and i thought the mm. the sex worker was chameleon
0: <laughs> yeah so the sex worker um, is like and no that doesn't yeah i can it's not that at all she, he's she's like i can be you know sue richards or i could be who who's the other one that she i think scarlet twitch into? scarlet no is it no it's not. I think
1: so. I'm like uh, I was just looking at it. Let me see. It,
0: it's Sue Richards, and then it's uh from Alpha Flight. It's um what's her name? Marina. Nope. Yeah. But between Marina, the two, she turns
1: right. into Sky Witch. Yeah.
0: It's Witch. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. It's
1: um, the three. It's it's Sue, w- Wanda, and then
0: Marina. Which is like a pretty. I I, I mean I I don't know I don't I don't want to like overstate it, but I actually kind of think like supervillains all, like, you know, secretly being horny for the, the super... I, I think there's something kind of uh, And it's, it's there. like, it's... I um, think there's a, more than just a stupid gag. I think it's actually kind of nasty in a way that feels yeah. like an interesting detail. But then Electro... I, I was going to say, it's to... a
1: low, like, it's a low... Like, it's a lesser-known enough character that it feels like <laughs> an interesting Miller choice of, like, yeah, Sue Storm, Wanda, okay, so very famous characters. And then Marina? Oh, interesting yeah, Miller. <laughs> <there you laughs> interesting choice.
0: I just think, like, it's kind of a nasty, you know, yeah. like, psychological thing. For, I mean, it or it just is a gag and I'm over-reading it. Um, but then Ele- Electro kind of is, like, maybe, like, I think I discovered I'm gay in prison. Uh, and, like, I desperately... Oh, like, and he's about to say who he wants the sex worker to, like, turn into. And I'm desperate to find out. And then Spider-Man interrupts and I'm furious. <laughs> I wanted to know so bad. <laughs> So uh, so invested in Electro sex life above anything else. I really was. Yeah, I mean, oh, it would be really funny if it was just Spider-Man. Oh my God, I feel like that's... Oh, that kind of missed. reads like that. I'm looking at it now. It does kind of read like that because
1: he's about to say the name and then it pans off to Spider-Man. Oh, now, I would understand. I, maybe missed
0: opportunity <laughs> for a gag of like Spider-Man to come in on uh, Electro and Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> there anyway, although, although um, the,
1: the the sex worker does mention fin fang Foom, which <laughs> interesting it <enjoyable>. <laughs> joke. it's a good joke yeah. um
0: yeah that fight gets like kind of nasty though uh with them like yeah. electro kills a bunch of people kills a bunch of kids when the car like blows it up is chucking cars around spider man gets you know like i, I think there's a uh, a level of like stakes here um to spider man which we don't always have um that like I mean, Spider-Man kind of causes this by, like, j- <laughs> jumping in on them and, like, uh, like causing them to blow up and start fighting him. Anyway. Yeah, I don't this know, because whole... to me it felt yeah. a lot like...
1: It felt a bit like just the alternate... Like, the more violent version of regular spider comic, Spider-Man comics, because it doesn't feel like Peter reacts differently to kids being killed than he would to them being knocked out in a normal comic. Like, otherwise, just... It feels like a normal comic where they just... Get killed instead of just be- being knocked out. Like, there's a later issue where Venom murders like basically all of his former classmates, and like mm-hmm. he doesn't yeah. seem to react to it more than he would if they were just like knocked out in a- in a regular Spider-Man comic. So yeah, I don't know how much like yes, technically they're more violent, but it doesn't it doesn't feel like it, right? Like there isn't a different mm, yeah, impact than there sure. usually is. Yeah, sure. yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, I get that. I think that that's that's a good point. I think that's valid. Uh, I I think like maybe even like the violence of the scene i'm reacting to is more like it feels more brutal between uh like electro and spider-man yeah that i agree with i think like they feel like they're punishing each other more than we generally get um and it has that nice like spider-man's on his you know like fumes and he's still just like you know ignore everything ignore the pain just keep fighting um and that's always like the key to you know like turn it into a sports movie where they're they're down and you know down by 10 points and there's only 30 seconds on the clock and whatever yeah. right like that that last ditch effort to to win over and he just pushes and um oh there's there's also a really nice spider-man I, like i yeah i don't know for some reason like i don't think he's reinventing the wheel here but i just i think i really like the tone he finds with spider-man of like you know like we haven't had a reinvention of spider-man in a long time and no, arguably yeah. never will <laughs> like have a total reinvention of the character from what stanley was doing um i mean but... the, yeah the another uh, peter
1: parker imagination at least because to me that is just spider-verse like that's that's Miles. but yeah i feel like peter is, is stuck in in that, that yeah much.
0: yeah yeah i mean the movies for sure i haven't read yeah. enough e- even like the bendis you know Miles stuff is still like pretty rooted yeah. in the uh like the core of spider-man but but i think like i just really like the tone he finds with spider-man i think like it is the 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 most i've liked peter parker as a character not like likable but just kind of like that i think it like finds a way to update him for the 21st century and like puts him in the 21st century um in a way that like tracks for me i i really like the scene of him talking he's talking to owl and then he's, like, he bargains with Owl, which feels like a really desperate, like, Peter Parker's on his last, you know, like, he's so desperate that he's, like, I'll owe you one. And it's, like, he never does stuff like that, but it feels believable in this moment. Yeah. And then Owl leaves to go check with his contacts. And then uh, the, he's, like, he talks to one of the security guards he just burst in on. And he's, like, yeah, sorry, did I get you? Like, I hit you in the gut pretty hard there. And he's, like, oh, no, no, it's fine. I just, I had surgery a few weeks ago. I've got colitis. And... You know, I had my, you know, like, he's just talking about surgery. He's like, I'm still recovering. I'm a financial advisor during the day. And I really like that conversation of, like, just taking yeah. a beat and then, like, him just chatting with one of the guards and just being like, oh, man, you're, your life sounds rough. Why are you doing this? Sorry about <laughs> punching you. Like, yeah. I think that's a really nice, uh, like, moment. It takes time for those a few times. um, I like stuff like that. Uh, The thing that I'm maddest about with this arc is that Dave cut it off at issue eight, and we don't find out who killed Aunt May? I have to go do extracurricular Marvel reading. <laughs> I want to oh, keep reading. Oh, she's really dead, right? Well, I mean, that's the. Is she dead? I have no idea. I don't know. That,
1: yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, I, mean, I guess go- I don't know either. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I, I haven't seen a corpse so so. Like by <laughs> by fiction rules, she's not dead yet. But yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: so yeah. I mean, he, she, Spider Man goes to see Jean Grey, who, or is it Rachel? I think it's Rachel. It's Jean. Yeah okay it's Rachel um who uh oh yeah because Gene's dead it's so confusing at this point because like he also goes to see the Avengers in Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye are there and I'm like oh okay we're reading these out of order and (laughs)
1: Quicksilver and Wanda it's like Caps Cookie quartet, yeah
0: yep yep um but uh yeah Rachel Grace like I think she's dead like I can't find her anywhere yeah I think like yeah you know that she's gone but you know who knows I'm uh I'm holding out hope um, yeah, yeah I'll have to read yeah, the rest and, of this I genuinely I'm... have no idea and, yeah, and, and like yeah,
1: there yeah. are a few stuff from this run that like I knew about didn't know it was from here but like knew about just from like Spider-Man lore stuff Yeah, uh, like... and like there are a few moments where you're like oh there he's taking some big swings here like he's playing with Spider-Man's secret identity in a way that it gets yeah. close to being revealed a few times according to, to JJJ um, he walks that back a little yeah. bit
0: because one one of those issue ends with like someone has a Picture of Peter in the hospital, and it's like half his face yeah. is in the photo, all bruised up. And JJJ at the end of the issue is like, "Now that's a familiar face." And then the next issue, it's like, "Oh no, he doesn't know. He's just putting out." Yeah. So I, I think like maybe he did that, and then they were like, "No, no, 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 no. <laughs> we can't, we can't actually go there to have JJJ yeah. know, now But yeah, there's that. There's
1: um, like Venom has a new host now. Like, is is the Venom the Venom symbiote is like free roaming and looking for a new host and and. Eddie, Eddie kills himself or, like, attempts at suicide? Uh, well, he, did, uh, he yeah. attempts because he's got cancer, and then he yeah.
0: loses the symbiote, and then the symbiote just kills a bunch of people, and he can't live with yeah. the guilt, and he tries to kill himself. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was surprisingly, like, a big... I, I felt like that was a big character thing just to have happened in the background, the Eddie Brock yeah. stuff. Um, especially... Given how big Venom is, but you know that's the end of Venom. We'll never see Venom or that Symbiote again. It's weird. Two thousand four. The last time you see Symbiotes in Marvel. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And we'll never get to see Tom Hardy falls
1: into a lobster tank. uh... Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the next time you get to see Venom. We'll definitely never see the Symbiote merge with literally every Marvel character at some point. uh, This is not an
1: exaggeration. (laughs) Yep. It's happened three, four times.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Name name a Marvel character, and you can be like, it's Symbiote Tigra. It's Symbiote Scarlet Witch. Like, whatever. It's yeah,
1: it's harder to different. to look for like at this point. to Look for a character that's only
0: been taken over by a symbiote once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um, yeah. So it ends on. I I genuinely I don't know who I I, I wanted to ask you who's your guess for who this is because I have two guesses. I've got one Ooh. safe guess, and I've got one. My safe guess is Harry Osborn. That is just Harry, and they they already yeah. kind of laid some track of like, oh, it couldn't be Harry. Uh, Peter's like, I saw him die. I know it's not Harry. So I'm kind of like, maybe that's just that's interesting because I'm I do think he
1: he comes back in some way soon, even though I don't know any details about it. I but th- that's think it's not for like
0: twenty more guess. years. So <laughs> yeah, or like eighteen more years or something.
1: Um, but but like I yeah I don't I don't really know, I don't really have a guess. It feels like. It feels like it should be a specifically spider-related character because he, like, he stands on the, like, edge of a... Not even on the edge, like, just sticking to, to a, a wall in the and, same way that Spider and does. Rachel,
0: Rachel Grace says that Aunt May recognized him and was like, yeah. but he's not a human anymore. He's, like, oh. a monster now. Okay, you want my guess? I think I know like, who I, it is. It's, it's I a think clone, I, right? It's it's Ben. I think Ben or Riley, s- yeah. Yeah, or yeah.
1: Ben or, like, what's the other one more? Um, Kane. Kane, maybe. One
0: of those, oh yeah okay but one uh, of the many Cain, evil Cain does look clones. Like, <laughs> does kane look like peter parker like i,
1: I isn't he doesn't he have some scars or something i i honestly don't remember yeah okay anyway Climbs, yeah so i guess both of us both of us fuzzy. figured
0: honed in on the same thing at the end here yeah. so. but
1: maybe it's neither of those maybe it's just a completely different person mm, maybe yeah. it's peter's dad or something i don't know
0: well i'm gonna yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: it's uncle ben <laughs> I, mean, I oh, you know what I actually be, thought it was It could be a Ben clone or something. I, I honestly like, don't know if this is a character that matters or if it's just a one-off. That yeah, yeah same. Again. Yeah. You
0: know who I really thought it was like halfway through for like yeah. half of this uh, arc, I was like, I know who it is for sure. It's Doc Ock. He's given his bride back. No, <laughs> I was I was positive that it was going to be that, the Doc Ock figured really it fun, out. But no, he's just. And, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mind-controlled and going to... Oh, yeah, because it's
0: all tied into, like, there's some other conspiracy going on with, like, Dr. Octopus escapes, and the police are like, yeah, we're running a test. We were, like, doing some tests on him in public, like, that allowed him to escape, Um, and Norman Osborn keeps hinting at, uh, at that, too. Yeah, Norman's really good and creepy in the Hannibal Lecter role
1: that's a really
0: interesting role for like i'm like
1: this we're seeing here the the consequences of the pulse where where norman gets revealed as green goblin and like gets taken into prison it's a really good role for him like just peter going to him for information and norman just messing with him like it's not even clear if he's actually putting the strings or just like take like using this to just mess with him that's like yeah really really good role for for norman
0: His, his little story too about like when peter's trying to like beg him for help and norman's like why would i do that and he's like because somewhere you know deep down norman is still there like and you want to help people and he's like yeah, yeah you're right you know like this guard approached me for help and uh for his wife and i uh who's got fibromyalgia <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> specific detail um and you know like basically oh i uh, i Helped her with some medicine and now she's uh, in a coma over it and she's going to be dead within the week. So that's how much I still want to help people. I just did that for fun. Uh, And it's Mm -hmm. a very like spooky (laughs) little like it's an effective story. I think he like lays the track for it. That's the thing. Like he doesn't do the like it feels like giving him too much free reign in the ultimate universe sometimes led to him being, you know, I mean, the classic example is like Magneto is a cannibal. Right. Where it's just like you're not interested in that. You're not doing anything like with that. You're just like hucking out details because they're like fun little details in the moment, but they don't add up to anything. It's just kind of, which is, you know, can kind of be fun. But when you have these established Marvel characters, it can get irritating because you're like, well, no one else is going to do that. So like you're just saying this and it becomes like your fan fiction for it, right? When you're like, if it's not an idea you're running with and like establishing you know, enough that people have to deal with it, then it's just hand-waved away. The only thing he does do that, he does one thing here where I'm like, well, no one else is going to ever do anything with this, is he does have Peter Parker say, my Spidey sense doesn't work that well in the rain. And I'm like, since when? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> <laughs> you just made that up. <laughs> oh, right,
1: yeah. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's pretty dumb. That's,
0: that's another thing. Yeah. I, was, I I, mean, I it's I, fine yeah. as a detail, I guess, but...
1: Well, yeah, it doesn't make sense with any other comic. I, I, I got curious and looked up who it was. Who kidnaps uh, May? Uh-huh. It's Don't. none of the people Don't. we were thinking of.
0: <laughs> really? Okay. All right. That's yeah. fine. As long as you weren't going to be like... I do I, and I actually this, like, knew mm-hmm. who it
1: was just like from, from later stuff. But yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm interested. All right. So that that's the lesser of the two comics for me. Because uh, I yeah, really yeah, like yeah. this. Hard agree. Hard like, agree. Hard agree. Okay. All right. Well, because like, I... Don't you, didn't you. really like it, so... Okay, <laughs> okay that's fair. um it, This only runs... I think he only does four more issues of this, and then Marvel... Yeah. But also, were you surprised that Marvel Knights was still a thing? <laughs> I was kind of like, Marvel Knights? That's interesting. I kind of thought that ended, like, two years ago. I didn't know anyone yeah, else was still doing it. Yeah, I honestly
1: don't... Like, I knew it was still a thing, but I honestly don't know how many Marvel Knights stuff are running at this point. Like, is is, really. is Marvel Knights Punisher still a thing? I, I, I think Punisher is still a thing, but, like is Daredevil, is Marvel Knights just like the group still a thing i don't know yeah it's yeah i think
0: yeah. uh 2006 it ended apparently okay yep yeah. um okay so he uh, he takes over Wolverine takes it over from that Greg Rucker run which we only read that one issue of i think the uh
1: the Nightcrawler yeah the, the night incredible, incredible in the cover yeah
0: yeah in kind of a so so uh actual book we we got some flack on that <laughs> in our slack <laughs> people really like that issue and uh, uh at least i don't remember i called it kind of mediocre i don't remember I, if you did honestly um, but. don't remember the
1: actual issue except, except mm. that kurt and logan are at a bar yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that's kind of they now. didn't fuck, so what what is there for me to remember no. <laughs> yes <laughs> no, right, exactly <laughs> um People like that run. Greg Rucka is a, a good writer, I think. Uh, I think I only really know Rucka from Gotham Central, um, which has come up a couple of times. I just found that well, I he always... He
1: does a famous run of Wonder Woman also. Uh, yeah, which uh,
0: I don't even know if he does... I don't know if it's a run or if he just does that, like, mini series. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had a coworker talking to me about Greg Rucker once, and he was like, yeah, he's really good at writing women. That's, like, his thing. And I was like, that's such a weird... Like, it's yeah, so I'm strange. I haven't read Electra.
1: Be... it's strange. Yeah. Is that
0: him? Is that his Isn't Electra him? run? Mm. He oh, does write Lazarus, from? I think, which I've read some of, and it's very good. Um, it, it's just funny to be like, I'm the, <laughs> I'm the man who gets to write all the female comics, which I think yeah. kind of becomes his thing for a bit. And it's just, like, yeah, Marvel, the... like, name a woman.
1: <laughs> yeah, the terrible electra issues we read uh, recently. Oh, Raka, were... Raka. All right. Well, I,
0: I don't want to, like, pin that against him too, too much. Anyway, oh, yeah. Raka, we well, haven't read that much. Enough. I've read some good stuff by him. Um, He, Uh, where was I going with this? Anyway, oh, he's not even this. He stopped writing. Cold yeah, Rain. no, we're just uh,
1: going to wide tangents. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I am. You're just <laughs> being patient with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mark takes over with, Mark, we're on a first name basis, uh, takes over <laughs> well, with uh, with 20. He does, um, I think, two arcs. He does this one here, the six issues, and then he does another six issues, <clears throat> which I will be reading because, again, I'm extremely mad that Dave cut this off halfway through and is asking me to do extracurricular Marvel reading. But, like, I gotta know what happens. I'm, <laughs> I'm really invested in this story. Wolverine goes to Japan to save a little boy. This is actually the thing that irritates me the most, is that the opening few pages of this story that set up the, like, kidnapping of a kid that um, Wolverine goes to Japan to investigate. It's like a cousin of... Mariko. Oh, yes, thank you, Mariko. Um, their son gets kidnapped because they're a valet to, like, a really rich guy, and their sons play together. The valet son and the billionaire son... And then the wrong son gets snatched by kidnappers looking for um, ransom. And then Wolverine comes to help. Uh, That is (laughs) Kurosawa's high and low. Like to the exact, like the plot beats. He's just being like, what if I took the entire thrust of an extremely famous Kurosawa movie and then just stole it and then pretended it was mine? It's really annoying. It like goes way beyond homage and just turns into like lazy... You know, theft of uh, especially
1: as none of, of it stuff. matters, right? So, Like that's that's right. literally it doesn't, just but, like, to give an explanation yeah, why Wolverines yeah. in Japan. Like it could have been any other explanation that just takes one panel. But yeah, no, yeah, it's It
0: works in a vacuum. Like if you don't know the high-low thing, I can see it works totally fine. But it's so. Like, I know because I didn't. I
1: didn't know that, and I was yeah. just like, why, why? Why are we spending so much time on a thing that doesn't matter well, at like all? It's like the legally really blonde two thing. It's resolved. the.
0: Yeah a cold open right like you don't start with yes
1: but yeah it doesn't come back in any way so yeah i don't
0: know well no because you immediately find out that the kid was just killed and this was all a you know a ruse to get wolverine there yeah um which uh it's a ruse by the hand slash hydra we're now working together. Like, what a duo! <laughs> um In some mutant group yeah. called like the Dawn of White Light, but I'm gonna ignore them because I don't know who they are and it, they seem kind of. I don't know if they're, they're
1: from anywhere. Else. They just what is the Dawn of White Light? Let me just yeah, see.
0: I think that's right. um Working together with a mutant named Morlin, who or no, uh, Gorgon. Here, Gorgon, he, yeah. How yeah, can you forget? Uses his eyes here, which I'm kind of like. Don't we have a Gorgon? Isn't that one of the Inhumans? yeah we do. Isn't that? the stompy one. But this is one that uh, actually
1: makes sense to be called Gogan, because yes, the other yeah, that's fair, is a cedar. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, good point. Yeah, when he looks at people, he turns them to stone. Um, <clears throat> yeah, don't of the White Light is just created by Miller here. It's not It's not a thing from anywhere else. It's just golden's yes. group. So, okay, actually, you know, you just said Miller, and I was like, that's not created by Frank Miller. That's created by Mark Miller. <laughs> For some reason, I got nope, confused and assumed malty. you meant Frank yeah. Miller. I, no, yeah. I'll actually say, I think... And it's not just that it's John Romita Jr. and uh, Klaus Janssen is doing the inking here. Yeah. But, uh, and it looks great. I think, like, this is, like, <clears throat> John Romita Jr.'s best work. I think I've been saying that a lot lately, but, like, he's killing oh, it right now. I, it's, oh, interesting. I it's... I, I, <laughs> there were some monkey panels, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you he, always he's Emma and
1: he's Kitty. All of the female X-Men have the exact same face. Yeah. Like, Rachel and Kitty are
0: twins. <laughs> Yeah, redhead and brownhead. Well, except for, Um, like,
1: literally the only difference is the hair color, but otherwise, like, they're extremely identical. And his, yeah, he draws his Emma and his Kitty are kind of weird. Um, But, yeah, he, in the, like, he, he he does a great Wolverine and they, like, Hand fights Electra, oh shield. All of that is those, really good. But yeah.
0: Those battle sequences are so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they really work. So Wolverine uh, fights an army of undead Hand, right? And it becomes like... We've seen this before. The Hand can resurrect people. They've resurrected Electra twice now, I think. Um, Probably more, <laughs> but
1: twice as we've seen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> twice we know of a third yeah. time in this comic. Um, yeah. And the the like the narrative for them now is that they assassinate people. And then they resurrect them, you know, as a member of the Hand. And once they do, they become brainwashed to, like, become assassins for the Hand. And now the Hand is working with Hydra, which is Baron von Strucker is here, um, is an old man. And they, uh, like, basically get Wolverine. Like, Gorgon's mutant powers allow them to kill and resurrect Wolverine. Uh, and that's like the big twist here is that they find Wolverine's body and they bring him onto the helicarrier or whatever it is. The, it's not the helicarrier. It's some shield aircraft or something. And then uh, Wolverine breaks free. And this was actually like really surprising to me that Marvel editorial allowed this. I don't know if you had the same thought, but like Wolverine just goes crazy and kills everyone. <laughs> and I was like, wow, you really let him just go full on like batty here. Um yeah like and it's not like oh yeah he's brainwashed but you know the good guy still inside is making him retract his claws every time he punches someone <laughs> like no he's like just slaughtering all the shield guys and killing the doctors and uh it I don't know to me it was like kind of shocking and effective uh yeah. and scary like it feels like a real threat it's like yeah what are you going to do about a Wolverine that can that is, you know, working for Hydra, and then also has Hydra's tech behind him, like yeah. to teleport every time he gets in trouble. <laughs> like, um, all right. Yeah, I don't on, know if I was necessarily surprised that
1: Marvel allowed that because it does feel like it's. Yeah, it's not. It's not Wolverine. It's like. Yeah, it's very clear that he's fully brainwashed, and it's like it's about in the dialogue between his like thought bubbles. It's almost like there's very much to Wolverine. There's like. Wolverine mm-hmm. trying to fight back but not being able to control his body at all and then the voice of the the Hydra hand uh, mind control uh that's actually in control of the body so like it does still feel like yeah it's not it's not actually Wolverine like it's not damning damning Wolverine in any way but yeah it is it is really cool in the way of like oh this is Wolverine fully unleashed against Marvel universe and like how scary is that and it, it is like that is quite effective that's like of all the things we've seen happen in Marvel Universe, that's the thing where every headquarters of uh, of superheroes goes uh, goes into containment and like just fully, like that's that, yeah that's 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 a huge threat, um and yeah the fact that he as soon as he wakes up he Im- immediately t- starts killing shield guys that's like yeah well, well I I didn't know at all this was like Wolverine versus Marvel Universe. -hmm. Uh, And that's like that's that's very much an interesting like that's yeah that's the guy that you don't know how to (laughs) how can you fight back against uh, against him it's it's pretty fully unleashed Um, and and
0: like I I really like that Miller doesn't make him I feel like Miller doesn't actually oversell Wolverine because he's still like he's just a guy right like he doesn't have super strength and he doesn't have you know like he can't fly and he doesn't whatever he's not like a Superman. Type right, like he is just a very tough, fast man, uh, who gets like pinned down sometimes. Like I think he loses the fight three or four times here, right? Like he's on the losing side of the X Men, right? Like Rachel Gray, he kidnaps Rachel Gray in like a very sleazy little uh scene here, where he's like forcing her to try to kill the president with Cerebra, uh, at you know, otherwise he's gonna set off a bomb in the mansion, and then she. Eventually, like I, I love that scene. I think it's really cool. She's like, "You gave me Cerebra. I figured out how to dismantle the bomb because I just used it to like hack Reed Richards' brain." Um, that's such a good yeah. detail. Like, <clears throat> and it's like built on too because we've seen that he stole this bomb from Reed Richards, so it doesn't come out of nowhere. Like, it feels very, like yeah. earned to have that moment where she gets the one up on him, like because it's connected. Um, but uh, yeah, like the X Men get uh, kind of like the upper hand on him and it's only because hydra also then has him like tagged and can teleport him around (laughs) like out of danger over and over again um that he can escape so it's like the combined force of wolverine and then like hydra's tech that make him so dangerous so i kind of like that you know he keeps his power like electra pins him down by like you know stabbing him in the deltoids or something and like pinning his arms or like severing his nerves um you know, and I think it's only because then Hydra, like, sets off a bomb that he can escape, so, like... Yeah, uh, I mean, it...
1: that's kind of the thing about Hydra, in the hand, is that they're only cool and dangerous if they have, like, a face. <laughs> and Wolverine's, sure. like, yeah. Brainwash Wolverine is a very good face for that, like, he makes them feel a lot more threatening than they felt for most of Marvel, like, yeah, like, yeah. Elektra sometimes is that face, uh, even though he, like, that's also interesting to have Electra on be, like, Nick Fury's Basically, like, she, she's to this Nick what Maria Hill is to Nick sure in the MCU, kind of. Yeah, um, well, I mean,
0: she specifically, though, is in like, way. this isn't my normal gig. I don't really care about this. They're just paying me. Yeah, you know, she's mostly just here to, to be so against much their money. hands.
1: But she she, she, she yeah. when the when we first see her she literally has like a shield cap on like talking like at first i was like who's that is that like just a random shield agent and like oh that's electra okay interesting
0: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah electra's um, great here uh like she's, yeah, really she gets cool. a ton of fun stuff to do uh i uh, i kind of wish we got to see her like psychic powers from miller's run a little more i kind of yeah. feel like there's actually hints of that uh here but uh, from the Franklin <laughs> run. Uh,
1: run, yeah, it's it's weird, but this is a time where we could we should say Frank and Mark because it actually yeah, helps knowing yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. who, who who we're talking about. Um, okay, so yeah, I, no, I a... it, it is cool to have to have her be the one that's like who can be stand her own against against Wolverine in the hands.
0: And that becomes the the big like finale of the end of this is that Wolverine is freed. Actually, kind of in a weird moment where like Daredevil and Wolverine are fighting. Um, and then wolverine just falls on a sword and then daredevil's like wolverine no (laughs) like it's really strange it's like what do you think is gonna happen like he'll be fine right like he he can deal with that but daredevil's very upset about this um but that like sends him into enough of a shock that he can like oh no 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 that's when he like reveals to daredevil that the president is in danger um and then how do they get wolverine back at the end captain america yep Captain America clubs him with his shield. Uh, yeah, after he kills they, like, North Star. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, that's right. I can't believe I forgot that he kills one of my <laughs> beloved elves. Northstar like, in
1: the worst, um, like, ultimate Quicksilver, like, 2000s outfits. Like, that's, that's yeah, not sure. North Star, that's just like a Really? Oh, X-Men.
0: It, it looked pretty similar to North Star's, like, 90s outfit to me. It was, like, black and white, and just, like, maybe turned into leather, but still the black and white, I think. Oh, um, I, I like know, that looked, moment. I much, Wolverine. like Wolverine. Yeah leaping through kitty pride and then stabbing uh north star that's a great panel um yeah so like i mean what i'm responding to here is like i think he builds the stakes so well he has all these cogs in motion it feels to me and this is what i wanted to like ask you about it feels to me like a truly cross marvel event right this is not like a wolverine or an x-men story like there's there's a interesting side plot here about Reed Richards, Tony Stark, and Hank Pym are working in a pocket dimension, creating solutions for the world, right? Like, the, they're creating a new utopia in the world. And I'm like, I, that's going to be a big thing, right? Like, not to spoil stuff, but these guys well, all, yeah, like, the, the planning bomb, out the world. The, the, the
1: bomb Wolverine has is, like, a terraforming thing mm-hmm, that Reed yeah. Richards did to it, it's said in a weird way, but like basically they say to terraform Africa, <laughs> which is like <laughs> yeah, like North that's Africa. That's not quite how that works, this. but
0: okay, I see what you mean. Um, well, it is if you have this terraforming bomb, Charlotte. Yeah, sure. Did, did you um, read the
1: tech? Yeah, it's it, it is strange because it's like well, that's not, I mean, it's always strange when you're like yes, those characters are incredibly like super smart and could make stuff like that, but if they actually do like it changes the Marvel universe in a way that it's too different from our actual universe. Yeah. Um so it's like you always know that that's not going to happen. Yeah, cuz um, it would be
0: miracle man, right? Like the Alan Yeah, Lord exactly. Miracle man, right? Like
1: Um yeah. but y- yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm cu- the, there was a lot of I don't know, the the Fantastic Four stuff was interesting cuz Reed behaves like more of an a-hole than he usually does like he's full like like sue goes to him as like you haven't seen the kids in like two days can you go read them a bedtime story and he's, he's like, like i wrote yeah a chat i'll send, bot. <laughs> I'll send a, an ai of
0: me to to read a bedtime story Yeah, he's sure. like i've got a i've got a really complicated chat bot that will like talk to the kids like yeah like it feels we'll,
1: we'll it feels more especially when uh, the mark run is going like it feels way more like Robotic and cold version of, of Reed. it feels more like ultimate reader than it does uh, the read we usually see.
0: And let's see, I, I like... mean, this, this is a fine, like, I mean, th- this feels like just a tweak. I mean, it's not even that different from the uh, when Reed was just taking over Latveria in the Mark Wade run. This is like not that. Sure, to but that, that is
1: in the Mark Wade run when that happens, it is portrayed as like, oh, he's going. Like this isn't normal for Reed. Like, like here, sure. I don't know. Sure. It, we don't see much of it, but I don't know because it's in the context of a comic that isn't doing Fantastic Four. Otherwise, it feels like that's what Miller thinks is the baseline for for the Fantastic Four, which doesn't jam with. Like, it doesn't feel like Reed do you, has. Do you not like it, or are you just
0: to... saying it doesn't fit? Like, because I I think it works. I, I, I mean, I for me, kind it fits of fine. But I also like, like it
1: <laughs> because it's not resolved. I guess um in that like it doesn't it, like it, i i'd be fine with it if it was like reed's really, really wor- worried about what's going on with wolverine in the head, and so like he's working too much and not like going kind of over the age but that's not what's going here at all like it just feels like that's his normal persona which is, that's not that's not necessarily the case so um his normal what persona k- k- like the way he behaves i don't know character
0: did you say k- i heard tuna <laughs>
1: persona. <laughs> persona. Persona. Okay. Persona, Yeah, that's that's his normal tuna. That's that's the way he he choose. Yeah.
0: Well, that's how it's gonna be. Sure. But
1: that's that, that that makes sense. It does. Um, it, doesn't, yeah, not, it doesn't matter that much because it's like I, I think they're only there for like one issue. Uh, yeah. For, it for is. The most yeah. Part. True.
0: And yeah. and I like. I mean, to to me, this is fine. Like I I like the read, as you know, he doesn't make the whole team edgy or like you know the things the thing and johnny i think are both like pretty dialed in on their characters and you know he just does like a slightly meaner version of reed than maybe we've seen but i i like i like reed as uh like a weird ball (laughs) like a a, an orb in a tank yeah that's fun (laughs) (laughs) and i like i even like reed coming out to like surround wolverine and just being like you won't be able to break out of this like he's one of the things that like he can stop wolverine in a way that the thing can't um we usually don't get to see him like you know as a a physical fighter um yeah and uh and I, I like that okay so my, my question though okay i think i keep saying okay i think this is like it feels like a true like it feels like an event comic to me it's weirdly because it's not it's just like six issues of wolverine right in the middle of this run it doesn't yeah, even I restart mean, the run
1: to me the closest comparison i have is like those Punisher kills the Marvel Universe. Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Kind of comic where it's like, it's not it's not a huge crossover line wide line wide event line wide event sorry, but it is like a a maxi series of like a, a six issue arc where we a single character it's focused on one character but it's dealing with the consequences of what that character does across the whole Marvel Universe in a way that yeah those story arcs the, those runs don't usually do well, we, I mean, we, which does need a bit wonky anyway
0: right like we just read avengers disassemble and it's not like any of the side comics the side comics are mostly just like kind of talking about what's happening in the main series but like yeah i think i think they could i mean not that i want it because i generally like i have yet to read an event comic where the side stories like really truly elevate the like main core of it to me that much i guess inferno maybe is the only one that i can think of like and i like you know sword so disassembled yeah. i adored no, but it was it's not really they just labeled it no <laughs> but like
1: the the actual disassembled series has like yeah. a scope to it like it feels like this is it feels like the main story is the story of the event and not the story of one or two individual characters Uh, In the middle of of that event, where it does feel like, to me, Enemy of the State is very much still a Wolverine comic, and, like, the non-Wolven comic, the non-Wolven characters are more secondary.
0: Yeah. Okay. I I don't really agree with that, because, like, to me, like, it feels like, this feels like a bigger, a bigger scope and a bigger threat (laughs) than that, like, Avengers Dissembled feels like the Avengers are in trouble, specifically, right? And then it's like, the rest of the Marvel Universe shows up at their front door for that one fight, but like Spider-Man isn't like a character in that. He's just, Tigra is not a character in that. Whoever like else shows up, the Fantastic Four are not characters in Avengers Disassembled. They're just like yeah. cameos in the background when there's an enormous fight against the Kree, I think. Um This is like, yeah, we, you know, half this issue, we're hanging out with Daredevil. Okay, it has to do with like Daredevil lore. It's mixing in like actual, like Tony Stark And Reed Richards and Pym, like they're doing this pocket universe thing that really has repercussions on it. This threat to the hand, like the hand and Hydra are unveiling or like threatening is a Marvel-wide threat, right? They want to like turn superheroes into their like brainwashed assassins. Um, Okay, so for me, because Dave's been talking about this a lot recently, like having a core to the Marvel universe, right? And how like important that is. And Bendis is going to like, be writing that core and we've been seeing it with avengers dissembled seeing it with secret war um and bendis is going to go forward to like really kind of keep writing like a core to the marvel universe so trying to divorce divorce yourself from what you know about what these creators have done and like done in the future moving forward if we had just read this stuff in a vacuum this year 2004 would you be like who would i hand the keys to like you know the central pillars of the Marvel Universe 2, Miller or Bendis. Because after this, for me, it's like, it's Miller by a mile. (laughs) Oh, it's Bendis (laughs) 3,000%. I think this is so much more successful than Avengers Disassembled, like, as a big Marvel-wide threat. Um, Something that, like, unifies the Marvel Universe. And I like Uh, Avengers Disassembled, Because to me, that's
1: not what I like about Enemy of the State at all. To me, what hmm. I like about Enemy of the State is it's one of the only wolverine comics i've liked like i've That's true liked too. Yeah. wolverine mm-hmm. focused x-men comic uh, comics but yep. this is one of the first wolverine comics i've like really liked and i think I, one of the only ex- other examples i can think of is like um clement and, and mark miller and clement and frank miller on uh, on the six issue series in like in the 80s right um like i think this is a really really good wolverine comic and it's it's a really really good wolverine comic where it has consequences on the wider marvel universe and the marvel universe plays a role um i don't know i just have trouble seeing it as a marvel event because to me the the marvel wide scope of it would be like the hands and hydra replacing superhero like taking brainwashing superheroes except like they talk about that a lot but we don't see it except for Wolverine so it just feels like... Well we see it at the end is.
0: where they they get Electra right? Like they yeah. lose Wolverine and then they get Elektra um, Yeah just
1: Yeah but I, okay. I, it feels like it feels like it should be a more, like, secret invasion style where, oh, we're taken over. We don't know who's been taken over. Like, maybe Reed's taken over. Maybe, like, more important, quote-unquote, characters. You know, like, more
0: characters that, like... Well, I mean, if- it's not an event, so they didn't do that, right? But I'm Yeah. That's like, that's not, like, a real criticism because they didn't actually... Do. I'm just... If, if this had been called... If this was not Wolverine 20 through 25 and this was just, yeah. like, Enemy of the State 1 through 6, I think it would absolutely just read as a event comic that like felt like a big like status quo changer for the cross like crossing across marvel um maybe yeah
1: but i I think maybe why i would answer that like i would much rather have bendis Mm -hmm. uh be the like master of the the events um is that it i mean in some ways, it's because of the Pulse, right? Because like, I really like the yeah, character like stuff the yeah, Bendis yeah, yeah. is doing in the Pulse. And I think he's really good at, in the middle of an event, keeping track of the different c- character parts of, of an event and having those be important um, and feel like they're coherent, I guess, with how these characters usually behave, like not... Well I guess <laughs> I guess a counter example is what he does with Wolverine in the polls actually. Um, but uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. in Secret War,
0: but yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, in Secret War, sorry. But like I yeah, feel like in Secret yeah. War he has a very good handle of who Captain America is, of who Nick Fury is, who Spider-Man is. But the in thing the is polls, like I don't
0: good... I I don't get that when Bendis writes the big event things because what I get is that he draws the and this isn't like a really strong critique but he does like the flanderized versions you know that phrase um mm, I'm it's like guessing a
1: Sim- it's a Simpsons thing but no it's a
0: Simpsons thing where like the Simpsons eventually stopped writing the characters to be more like anything more than just kind of like Flanders is Flanders and then like we're going to make him say a Flanders line and it's like he's just the archetype of Flanders like here's the the three yeah points that like what what is it like he's uh like their entire character it's like three bullet points here's the three character traits that they have and then like that's their entire personality and they're less characters yeah. and they're more like joke boxes that like if family guy does this for everyone right like everyone in family guy is kind of that like all the side characters so like in marvel gets that too right because you have these long stories so you kind of get like spider-man he says quips he's the quippy one In these big events. And, like, Captain America, he's the serious leader. And so, like, it's fine. Like, it's not... I'm not, like, strongly critiquing it when Bendis does that in, like, Secret Wars or The Pulse. But I also don't feel like it's that additive to the characters or I'm that, like, excited about what he's doing with the characters. Where I think there's, like, some really interesting character work happening in these. The thing is, like, it's hard to divorce that from what I know he does... When Miller's given like Ultimate X Men and giving a lot of free reign. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't, because, you know, like I like what he does there, but it's not like he's building something really Because that's also the thing
1: is yeah. like, I think in a lot of Miller's stuff, I can't help but think of his version. Like when he writes the Fantastic Four here, to me, it's not, I can't help but think those aren't the Fantastic Four, those are Miller's version of the Fantastic Four. Uh, In a way that I basically never do with Bendis, like it feels like he he's better at playing in the box in a way, Um, whereas Miller feels more like if he's in control, he's just fully doing his own thing.
0: I don't know. To me, that that doesn't feel that correct. That doesn't feel correct here because I feel like this is him playing like in the box and not like overwriting these characters with himself. You know. Again, I I kind of like like,
1: doing. That with Borwin really well and with Lectra as well, but with the other yeah. characters, it feels like I don't know. It doesn't feel like, hmm. like I don't know. The FF keep keep coming back to mind because I, I do feel yeah, that's like strange because I kind of think they're pretty, all like weird. pretty
0: dialed in to me. Like they all feel very. It feels ah, like I don't of... know.
1: To me, to to me, they felt like uh, what was it? Was it in Grant Morrison's like one, two, three, four, or something like that? Yeah, like where where they more where they were more like acting weirder and more aggressive in a way that did, doesn't jam with how they usually are. Um,
0: and to me, Miller's version of, of this
1: character felt like that to me. Um, he even like
0: does you know, I like that uh, he keeps the Baxter building in the Fantastic Four like it, he feels like he knows the Marvel universe really well to me. So like yeah. when Wolverine breaks into the Baxter building and is attacking them you know, Reed reaches out to Sue and is like, "What about the kids?" And she's like, "I sent them twenty minutes into the future. They're fine." Yeah, <laughs> like I'm like, "Yeah, that's such a Fantastic Four thing to do, right?" Like, yeah. to secure your children with a time machine. Um, it's really and it's just a nice little like detail on the side. But yeah, yeah, okay. Well, uh, I, I'm really curious what Dave uh, thinks of that too, right? Like, so you're you're on like I mean, the thing is, you win this, right? Like Bendis, I think besides <laughs> this, yeah, two thousand. Six, I think, uh, two thousand, yeah, two thousand six. Miller's gonna do Civil War, which I don't think is particularly beloved. Um, and then Bendis is gonna do a ton of stuff, and yeah, I think most people like what Bendis does. So, like, yeah, y- you win, okay. <laughs> but um, also, yeah.
1: like, I feel like the, I mean, it's also hard to dissociate it from the Ultimate Universe because it feels like the the Mark Miller event is Ultimates as much as it is mm-hmm. Civil War. yeah Um, yeah yeah. and and, he does a good i
0: mean i like ultimates a lot i know it's it's you know mixed for a lot of people but i think i think he's very good at that um but like i i would agree that i i
1: I would be and i I don't know because i didn't know about enemy of the state but so i don't really know if there are similar things but i would be interested in in miller getting to do similar like not necessarily the main line wide events but like Getting to to play with the Marvel universe in, in that way, in the way he does in Wolverine, because I I do think it is very successful here. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah I'm, cu- I'm curious if he. Because I feel like the next arc will probably keep doing that because this ends with Wolverine getting, I think, de-brainwashed. Yeah. Uh, but well, like he's in Nick the Fury's custody like, of Nick Like we shield. have our
0: killing machine back. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like it feels like Nick Fury. Shiry- I know it doesn't feel that out of character for Nick Fury to say something like that. It does feel out of character for Cap to be standing in the next room and not respond to that. So I'm I don't know if there's some like if it's well, just it's the last being line mellow, of the comic, there's... right? It's yeah,
0: the, it's the teaser for like the next arc, which I'm excited to see like him then take Wolverine and I like I want to see how Wolverine responds to having yeah. been forced to do this right because I think like it's probably pretty messed up right to have your body hijacked for <laughs> well this that's long, th- right? I mean like,
1: that's. That's very Wolverine, but also at the same time, I'm. It feels like it's never gone. It's never gone that far in the present timeline. Like it's yeah. never gone that far that yeah. for six issues, it's Wolverine brainwashed and he actually kills uh, a semi-important uh, X Men. Um, it becomes sorry, so no well. Stuff. It's
0: not even that. It becomes so like, uh, like established that he is yeah. uh, like a Hydra agent here that like yeah. they just start reporting in the background that he is like you know for every four massacres he does stop like he he's weirdly like lashing out against like muggers and like uh like people do, committing sexual assault on the street uh yeah. and they're like yeah that's the you know the wolver the real wolverine struggling to come out but then he you know commits four more massacres and it's just like in the background he's killing dozens yeah. and dozens of people so like um yeah the hand the hand in the green goo thing is such a funny conceit like marvel is so Marvel's so funny at this time where it's like, you can't swear (laughs) and you can't do real violence unless like not being able to show real blood is really funny. And I think that's going to change pretty rapidly because the next time we're going to see Mark Miller and Wolverine is in, I think, 2006, 2007, something like that. Um, He does Old Man Logan, um, which I remember being a lot of fun. I don't think it's as good as this. I think it's just kind of fun and goofy. Um, but it's really gory. I remember thinking, like, you know, it's weird that they can't swear, but they can show, like, someone's guts being, like, splayed out everywhere yeah. <laughs> when Wolverine cuts them in half. Um, and you get this really strange dichotomy where, like, uh, yeah, they're still kind of being like, yeah, these are for kids. We can't go too wild here. <laughs> yeah, I'm,
1: I'm I'm really curious <laughs> about Old Man Logan, especially now have to read it and me on this date because, like, I mean, I now I've seen that Mark Miller can do a good like Wolverine-centered Marvel semi-event, um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like also, I also know it's not usually people's favorite comic. Like it's not. Oh, it's not I that... It's, I think it's.
0: pretty liked. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely I, way I more like, like kind of him doing I, just kind of. It, it's yeah. closer to like Ultimate X Men than it is this. Yeah, you for know, sure. and and it it definitely has some more Millerisms, right? Like there's yeah. a. Uh, hulk incest family of like you know the the hulk hillbillies uh, which i think actually works and it's kind of kind of funny but um you know yeah yeah if you don't like it's sillier for sure Um, yeah yeah
1: Ooh, question for you is gogan the coolest thing in the world or did hickman just save him (laughs) because i think gogan is the coolest thing in the world but is it from this comic or is it just because of later stuff
0: i well i've never seen him before you know, yes yeah,
1: so that, that's seen... why I'm, I'm asking you like from from just the context of this comic what do you think see, about the Gauguin?
0: coolest in the world I no i thought he was like kind of threatening but i wasn't like man i gotta see more of this guy okay so like cool i didn't know he like continues past this into you know H- he becomes
1: stuff, a, so. uh, a hickman favorite which is uh,
0: yeah okay interesting does he stay because he's very nasty here. Um,
1: yeah, he is. Uh, okay. He... Uh, that kind of changes. He, he doesn't become like a full and good guy or anything, but that... I mean, he, he definitely he, like yeah.
0: murdered a, a, a... like a kindergartner and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, fed yeah, him yeah. to the pigs and I'm like, okay, can can you redeem this guy? Because, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. Not um, really,
1: but he, he, he's a fun... He's a fun Hickman uh, favorite. So.
0: Oh, yeah, and there's a fun new Hydra villain here, which is like a 160-year-old... The wife of Baron von Strucker, who's, like, 160 and is, like, (laughs) Baron, she, like, tells Baron von Strucker, like, to play some Wagner so that she can, like, relax while she's having sex with Gorgon. She's just, like... (laughs) so emasculating and then at the end uh it's just like yeah you suck you don't know you're so old fashioned <laughs> and then uh i'm pretty sure we get the beheading of baron von Strucker here yeah she's she's, she's a fun th-
1: she's a fun villain i don't know if she sticks around or anything because i like, i don't think i would ever heard of her yeah uh, but she, that, she that's that's arc. a fun idea for 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 villains like she's just like so old like <laughs> yeah like, well behaving, and she's, just like, been... she's emma frost or something yeah
0: She's yeah, right, exactly. But she like is kind of the secret mover and shaker of Hydra yeah. since like the 1800s. And I like the escalation of threat at the end here where like Strucker has been in charge of this whole command or this whole project the whole time. Yeah. And then she's just being like you're so lame, like you're so safe what are you doing? You have all these tools, like she's just mocking him and just being like, you need to escalate and go crazy. And I'm only going to give you a little bit more time. And then at the end, he like loses Wolverine and she kills him. And then she's like, Nick Fury says something like, you know, we were, we were fighting against like the normal ones. Now the lunatics are in charge. So it does feel like I'm, I'm excited for the next arc because I want to see what that means. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like I got to read the next arc of this. Dave, come on. Don't make me read <laughs> you know, extra Marvel. You know you're allowed to to just
1: keep reading if if you like it, right? Then that's, <laughs> that's kind of the point. Have,
0: yeah, I know. I mean, I just... Especially superhero comics. Like, I read a lot of comics yeah, uh, in my, my spare time, but just like not Marvel because I have to read so much Marvel for work, basically. Um, yeah. What are you reading for uh, side comics now, for non-work-related comics? Anything?
1: Ooh, uh... Huh, not much comics these days, like I'm mostly reading stuff for, I just started uh, stuff for Next uh, X-Ray Shoes recording, so yeah, I'm mm-hmm. mostly reading Marvel stuff these days, but cool. uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I need to try and find, uh, to t- take the time to, 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 to read non work
0: comics. Yeah. I'm reading two vastly different series, well, I'm reading a ton of stuff, but like, the stuff that really sticks out, uh, Doro Hidora, the manga. Oh, yeah. Damn, it's so good. It's so good. I, I'm obsessed with it. I really love it. Um, and then uh, co- completely counter to the like hyper violence and like gonzo sensibilities of Dora Hidoro. I'm reading Giant Days, which is very cute. Um, it's kind of just like <laughs> yeah, that's... A, a British slice of life, like college. It's like three college yeah. girls in Britain. Um, it's cute. It's, uh, it's not my fave, but like I'm having fun with it. Hmm. I'm like 12 issues into that um yeah 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 so uh thank you all for listening um very curious to see where people land on these because you know like mark has a reputation it's so weird it just for like one of the most hated (laughs) comic creators who is also one of the most successful right like people respond to his work it's just like it does feel like i wonder if you know it's kind of like a Zack snyder thing where it's just like your average person is like yeah mark miller's great and then you're like Comic critic, you know, is it kind of the like Rotten Tomatoes critics versus audience score <laughs> thing with like? Well,
1: that's that's interesting because, like, does the regular person know who Mark Miller is? <laughs>
0: I mean, they know. Like, you have to be kind of into,
1: I guess, but like, do people who oh, like Kickass sure. necessarily know who Mark Miller is?
0: No, no, not necessarily. But like, like, yeah, maybe. Because I mean, you know, even this, right? Like, uh, there's some of this in, I think. The Wolverine? Or is that a different run?
1: No, maybe not. Sure, but, like, if you haven't... If you don't... If you just watch the movie and don't know about the comics, you have no idea who Mark Miller
0: is, right? Oh, like, no, to, I'm just saying, like... To but you know like com- who the guy is... Comics yeah. people like him, right? Like, he keeps... He makes a lot of comics. He keeps getting chances. He wouldn't get chances if he didn't sell, right? Like, sure, his comics yeah. are popular. I mean, and they're popular, and then, because they're popular, they get turned into big popular movies and TV shows, right? Like, they don't... Well, it's been a They're while getting... since uh, a big
1: mirror thing has been like uh, Jupiter ascending was uh Jupiter Jupiter's legacy sorry wasn't
0: <laughs> was like <laughs> Netflix biggest bomb in The King's Man is like 2 years ago it's not that long ago people, and you went to go like see it that in that theaters
1: terrible movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: That's yeah awful. it's i mean it's true but like you know Civil War the the sure, Avengers yeah. movies in general Logan is like Logan's kind of like Old Man Logan, but very different. Um, but you can see like yeah. the connective tissue when we get there. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I just think he's an interesting guy. He's still putting out tons of stuff and uh, has some of the most Twitter-fied political views I've ever seen on a human. Yeah, like... that's
1: kind of the thing too. I think is like the the persona <laughs> of of Mark Miller is like the things he's he, his he's generally works. pretty
0: like left leaning or he has been in the past. But then, like, he'll just wildly vacillate between, like, being, like, yeah, I'm very, you know, I'm a socialist to, uh, you know, I support the nationalist party here. Yeah, it's, I mean, now even in supporting the comic here, like... <laughs>
1: It's Nick, Shuri. <laughs> Nick Fury. Nick Shuri has an erection watching the POTUS, watching Air Force One land on the helicarion. Oh, God, basically. that's so funny. Yeah, that's, like, that's weird. Like, I forgot about wh- that. Huh?
0: What? I'm also, like, like, that's Scottish. normal what for Nick Shuri? Why
1: is he so proud of seeing POTUS? It's, yeah, that was
0: strange. a really weird moment because he's like, I've seen a lot in this job, but... Sometimes Yeah, it feels just like, like Miller, like, like just, what you getting about? turned on by, by the presidency, and, yeah, I don't know. It's That's like, what happens kind of to an mf when you got no di- no ideology, only Twitter. <laughs> <I> think like <laughs> Well, this is 2004,
1: it's one year before Twitter, so.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Who knows he was Twitter
1: brain before Twitter. No, he was ex-brain before X. sorry,
0: Elon. Yeah, please, God. There's no, I can't imagine a world in which I am won over and just start calling it x it's now especially so that i don't see so it anymore stupid. all right we gotta wrap it up people don't want to hear this yeah sorry <laughs> uh thank you for listening um thank you charlotte for being yeah, a great co host thank you zach as always if you want to support the show patreon.com slash my role is here thank you to disasterpiece for the music and we will see you next year see you next year skibbity dop 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 yes yes skibbity double don't